celebrating your smallest victories, your successes along the way is the secret weapon to long lasting success and significantly improves your chances of achieving your goals and life vision. Celebrating is about recognizing all the progress you're making, all the beautiful things that show up in your life and everything that you achieve, no matter how small. It could be as simple as celebrating making the bed in the morning or completing a task that you have put off for weeks or hitting a milestone for one of your goals. You see, when you celebrate from the heart, your brain actually releases those good feel hormones such as dopamine and your brain will go something like this. Wow, Constantine, what just happened? Why are we feeling so good? I want more of this. So you see, celebrating is about teaching you and your brain that it can feel good without external motivators. You can and have the power to shift your mood, to shift your thoughts, to shift your beliefs. Not only that, but it increases your chance of reaching your goals, achieving your vision. Now, unfortunately, neglecting or ignoring to celebrate our progress, celebrating our life, will not only dampen your motivation, but also obscure your vision, making your ultimate goals seem further out of reach. And if we look at the science, a staggering 90% of employees reported higher levels of trust in their boss or manager when they received some form of gratitude and recognition from them, as per Forbes report. Now, let us think in for a second and put it in a personal context. Who is your boss? Hopefully, most of you answer with, you are your own boss. So if people build more trust in their boss when they are shown gratitude and appreciation and recognition, and you are your own boss, then what happens? You're building trust with yourself. You're building the connection to your inner self, to your higher self. So what does that mean? You're going to make things happen a lot more easier now because you're not going to be affected by the negativity bias that's all over the place. And we're going to talk about the negativity bias a bit later. So again, you are your own boss and you can build more trust with yourself by just simply celebrating more, by just simply being more grateful, by just simply appreciating yourself more. Now, isn't that something? So can you imagine the trust you can build in yourself as a result of this? Can you imagine the relationship you build with yourself when you do this and how, of course, you're going to have more and more success? Because remember, success is built on success. So the more success you show yourself you have in your life, the more success is going to come in your life. I am Konstantin Morun, a neuroencoding and transformational growth specialist. My own journey overcoming a lifelong battle with depression, anxiety, burnout, and the 10 thieves of our dreams, procrastination, hesitation, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of rejection, imposter syndrome, self-loathing, self-doubt, stress, and overwhelm forms the cornerstone of my two plus decades in personal and professional development. The first-hand experience has deeply shaped my approach to empowering others, to empowering you. In my diverse career, I've held numerous leadership and change roles within the corporate and coaching worlds. Combined with my degree in mathematics and expertise as a licensed neuroencoding specialist, I bring to the table a unique blend of practical life strategies and neuropsychological insights. Having guided countless individuals on similar paths, my mission is to empower and guide you in discovering your why, rewiring your brain, and overcoming limiting beliefs to unlock your full potential. 
as someone who is still on this transformative journey, I warmly invite you to join me in this process of growth and self-discovery. So, together, let's embark on a transformative journey to break free from the barriers holding you back, stepping into the life that you've always wanted, filled with purpose, fulfillment, abundance, and joy. So let's take a look at a personal story on how I started celebrating my small successes and how they how that changed essentially my outlook on life and my life altogether. You see, I was no different than you and most other people. I was raised thinking that celebrating was to be left for big achievements. Celebrating might be seen as self-indulging, might be seen as, seen as bragging, might be seen negative in the eyes of society, right? And of course, you always saw people growing up that maybe over-celebrated and you're like, oh, you know what? I don't want to be as cringy as that person and I don't want to be talked about, right? So we all grew up with these misconceptions. Now, I'm not saying that you have to celebrate every moment of your life, but there are many things you can celebrate that we take for granted and we don't spend even a moment to celebrate. So that was my case as well. Let's fast forward after I've learned about this behavior and let's take a look at this podcast. You're listening to a beautiful podcast right now. At the time of this recording, the podcast is 68 episodes live, right? So Unleash Yourself has released 68 episodes in 2023. That's a mix of interviews, of course, conversations and these solo episodes. Now, old me would wait until episode 100, episode 200 or 1000 to celebrate. But what I've come to realize is that Obviously, you know, 100 episodes with two episodes a week, it would take me over a year, almost a year, actually, to record and get out, which means it would take me a long time to celebrate. And if I wait that long, I might actually give up. And if you look at the statistics in podcasting, for example, most people give up by the second, third, tenth episode. Now, why am I saying this? Because here's what I do with my own show. And of course, this is the same of what I do in other parts of my life. Every time I finish recording an episode, be it a solo one or with a guest, I celebrate. There's always positives in what has happened. And then I also look at what, of course, can be done better next time. But I celebrate first. I'm like, yes, Constantine, we did great. Now, how do I celebrate again? You saw me pumping my chest there. That's how I do it. But first it starts like this. I take a deep breath in. I put a big smile on my face and I say, yes, Constantine. Yes, that's amazing. And whatever other words you want to throw in there, right? Of course, sometimes I shake and I jump up and down depending on, you know, who's around me and what I am and the type of celebration I have and how I feel in the moment. Now, here's what I've come to realize. Celebrating the small things has allowed me to get unexpected joy from a minor achievement. Now, again, let it lock in for a second. How many times do we go through our day and we lack joy and we lack things to be grateful for and we lack things to celebrate because we're in the old, you know, negative negativity bias mindset. And I'll talk about negativity bias a bit more later on. How many times? I mean, I know I've been depressed for a decade plus. I know I fought anxiety and burnout for a very long time. And I know how that made me feel and how it was stripping the joy out of my life with every single day. When I started to rewire my brain to bring some of these celebrations in, that's when a lot of things started to change. Because you see, what started to happen is that I started celebrating some successes. I started to be grateful for what's showing up in my life. So I kept bringing joy and positivity into my life. Yes, my mindset was still very negative. Everything that was happening around me was seen as negative by me, despite a lot of things being positive. But what happened is because I started small, 
I started to shift the pendulum on the side of love and happiness. Because you see, you're not going to change overnight. You're not going to go from always looking at the negativity to always looking at the positivity and celebrating yourself and being joyful and, and being fulfilled and all that overnight. It's going to be at times a slow progress, but it can be a fast one as well if you approach it the right way and you use the right tools. So unexpected joy from minor achievements, overcoming negativity with celebration. We just talked about that, right? And celebration leading to greater success. What do I mean by that? Well, think about it. Most of us have amazing goals and we apply a mindset to those goals and we try to go to the mindset, but we usually only have certain celebration points. Usually is at the end of a goal. It could be at the midpoint and it could be some other arbitrary points based on the goal. So if I want to lose a hundred pounds, maybe I celebrated the 10 pound, maybe I celebrated a 20 pound, 50 pound, a hundred pound, right? If you, if, if you are me in the past, when, cause I've always yo-yoed, I would wait to celebrate till 20 pounds, but then I would lose motivation along the way because, you know, losing 20 pounds is not that easy, right? Now I'm on this beautiful health journey and I'm celebrating every pound, every decision I make, that's a positive one. Because see, I want to reinforce the good things in my life. I don't want to reinforce the negativity. So celebration leads to greater success and it leads to you sticking to your goals and objectives and vision much, much more easily. But you may be like, hey, Constantine, that's great. It works for you. And now you may be thinking, celebrating small wins still feels like bragging. Or why bother celebrating the small stuff when we have so much to worry about? Maybe you feel there's no time for celebration or that it won't really change anything. Some of you might not know how to celebrate or feel awkward doing it for yourself. There's also thought the celebration is self-indulgent. Or if you are like most people, you prefer to wait until you reach your ultimate goal. Now, here's the good news though, brothers and sisters. You are not alone. You see, I understand how you feel as I've been there myself. I appreciate the celebrating might seem like bragging or it may feel trivial. I have felt the pressure of thinking there's no time for it and have questioned its real impact. I've been unsure how to celebrate appropriately and have felt awkward celebrating my own achievements. I mean, I showed you how I celebrate mine. Oh boy, was it awkward at the beginning? Was it cringy? Absolutely, 100%. But yet, here I am, I'm still doing it. There were times I thought it was self-indulgent or preferred to wait for a big success. But through my experiences, I have found the profound power of celebrating each step, big or small. Let's continue our journey of uncovering why celebration is so important to our happiness, to our fulfillment, and of course, to our overall success. And let's start with the negativity bias I mentioned earlier. What is negativity bias? Negativity bias is a psychological phenomenon where negative events, emotions, or interactions have a greater effect on an individual's psychological state and processes than neutral or positive ones have. Now, this bias means that we are more likely to pay attention to, remember, and weigh negative experiences more heavily than positive ones. Key areas of your life that will be impacted by this, your attention, your memory, your decision-making, it will impact your emotions, right? Your emotional well-being, but also how you respond to people. Your relationships, your learning, your development, and so much more. Now, negativity bias is not there just to inconvenience you. 
it actually is believed to have evolutionary origins, as paying more attention to threats and dangers in the environment was crucial for survival. Just think back a hundred years ago, two hundred, a thousand years ago, because you lived in an environment that has so many dangers and you had to be alert to them. And again, that's 99.999% of our history as human beings on this planet. It's only in the last 50 plus years that, of course, in modern times, this bias is still here, can still protect you, still serves in those functions, but it often leads to a skewed perception of reality, potentially contributing to anxiety, depression, and a generally pessimistic outlook on life. And as I said, you know, this is how our brains are built. It's not about, you know, changing our brains. It's about understanding what we're working with and then doing something about it. So if our brains are focused on the negativity, right? If everything that's around us, the news, social media focuses on the negativity, well, isn't it up to us to shift the script and say, you know what? I want to bring more positivity into my life. And you won't just show up in your life, unless you're one of the few lucky people that is surrounded by positivity, you will have to do some work. But guess what? This is fun work because whenever I put a smile on my face, I feel great. So that's positivity. That's love for you. It puts a smile on your face and it makes it so much more fun. So how do you do this? Just take a simple moment to notice the positives, be it through a gratitude practice, right? And we talked gratitude in other episodes. There's one dedicated that shows all the research. I would recommend going to check it out, but also through celebration. Because again, it's all about recognizing how awesome you are, how amazing you are, and how much you are achieving. And then building on that success. Because I mentioned earlier, success builds on success. So if you keep showing yourself in your brain, look at how much success I have in my life. You're going to see more and more of it show up in your life. Now, Again, let's look at the science because you know I love science. According to a study by SocialCast, 69% of employees would work harder if they felt like their company better appreciated their efforts. So that seven in 10 people would work harder if they felt they were appreciated more for their efforts. Now, again, this is in work, but you can relate that to what? Your personal life, no, to yourself. So again, you're your own boss. We already covered this, right? So if you appreciate yourself more, you can work harder because it's like a loop effect, right? You appreciate yourself more. It makes you feel good. So you want to do more of it. So you want to work harder to do more. And now you have this beautiful cycle. But you can also extend this to your relationships. If you work with people and you really could, would appreciate them working harder with you, for you, whatever the case might be, how about starting with appreciating them? How about in your relationships? If you don't appreciate the people around you enough, it's not about working harder, but you'd make them feel good, which will make you feel good. Well, we'll talk more about relationships later. Now, again, what we're talking about here, the seven in 10 people would work harder if they felt more appreciated. It's not about acknowledging just the significant accomplishments or milestones. Those are few and far between, right? It means giving recognition to the small wins and intermediate ones as well. So let's talk a bit more about how to celebrate wins. I showed you earlier my method and I'll go over it really quick again. So I take a deep breath and as I take the deep breath, you see, I have a big smile on my face and then I make a fist and pop my chest. And I say, yes, Constantine, this is awesome. This is amazing. You know, I might jump up and down. I might shake my behind a bit. I might do other things, right? I might hug my dogs or whatever else you, you have close to you. 
and that's me. Now, my mentor loves to teach it like this. You take your right hand or your left hand, depending on which one you prefer, and you raise it up. You bring it all the way back. You lower it down and you pat yourself on the back, of course, with the breathing and, and, the, and the smile. Again, there's no wrong way to do it. As long as you put a smile on and you celebrate, you're going to release that dopamine. You're going to release those good feel hormones. And that's what you want, right? So in summary, celebrating small intermediate goals on the path to success is vital. It builds what? Self-esteem. Trust in yourself, right? It builds hopefulness. And the momentum gained from each small success helps in staying on course towards a greater outcome, towards greater achievements and visions, right? Success builds on success. I cannot stress that enough. And speaking of success, if you want to increase your chances of being successful at rewiring your brain, rebooting your brain, overcoming limiting beliefs, learning how to really celebrate and, and get the maximum benefits. How about you reach out to a coach or a mentor that can help you? And I'm one of those people. So if you want someone in your corner, if you feel like I can help you achieve those goals, I can help you overcome those challenges I mentioned earlier, just hit me up at Constantine at UnleashThyself.com. I'll have my info in the notes as well so you can find out all my details. And let's work together. There's a free 30-minute session that you can sign up for. I'll give you value in those 30 minutes. We'll look at your life and how I can help. And if I can help for whatever reason, I will find someone that can. Let's move on to the next part of our episode. Celebration within the workplace, within your relationships, within everything that happens in your life that's outside of you. Now, you already saw some numbers that I gave you earlier, right? Let me give you another one, another statistic. According to OC Tanner, 79% of employees in the U.S., who left the job did so because they felt underappreciated, highlighting the role of recognition in job satisfaction. Now, that's eight in 10 people. And of course, you may have heard this many times before where it's like, you don't leave a job, you usually leave your manager or your boss. But if you look deeper at that, what does it mean? It usually means that you feel underappreciated. That has a big role to play in it. Now, that's in work, right? But how about relationships with friends, with loved ones, with your partner? How about relationship to yourself? How can you take that number and apply it to yourself? Obviously, you can't just up and leave yourself because you feel underappreciated, but you will do other things, right? As in like procrastinate, hesitate, have lots of self-doubt, talk negatively to yourself and many, many other things, right? And same goes with your partners, with your friends, loved ones, and so on. So what can we do? Let's say you're a people manager, right? And you have either weekly or daily meetings with your team. Most people focus on just either starting the day off with like, let's get to the meat of it, or they start with the negatives. We didn't do this, didn't do this, didn't do this. So it already sets a tone for negativity. But what if you started the day or that meeting by celebrating? Celebrating people in your team. Even celebrating yourself if you need to say, hey, I've achieved this over the weekend. It's not about celebrating just what you do at work, but outside of it too. Again, it's about setting a tone, about leading by example. Now, you might not be a manager, right? You might be the barista at Starbucks or the construction worker on a job site. Guess what? Not only are you going to work on yourself to celebrate yourself and appreciate yourself and love yourself more, you're going to now show the same thing to those around you. Lead by example. You might not have a culture where celebration and appreciation is shown, 
But what's stopping you from changing that? What's stopping you from going to Mike and say, hey, Mike, amazing job. You are an amazing human being. I appreciate you. Let's celebrate that milestone you hit yesterday. Now, again, it doesn't have to be big. You celebrate, you know, you cheer him on or her, and that's it, right? Simple stuff. Be the change you want to see in the world. Famous, famous quote by something that resonates with me, and I try to do it and apply it every single day. Now, if you look at your relationships that are close to your friends, your family, your partner, and you feel like you are underappreciated, you feel like maybe they take you for granted, right? I was that person where I thought that, wow, I'm doing so many things for so many people and nobody appreciates me. And here's what I've realized. It may be different for you, but I've seen it through for myself and many other people. What I'm feeling and what I'm seeing from others, it's actually a mirror to how I'm feeling about myself. So if I feel like I'm underappreciated because my interactions with my partner and my friends, and my family goes the way that usually leads to what? you're feeling bad about not being appreciated. And if that's the case, that's usually a mirror that, wait a second, you're not appreciating yourself, you're not loving yourself, you're not showing yourself what you are so craving from other people. So let us see with you. Now, also, I want to emphasize on one important point that we briefly touched upon earlier. When you appreciate and celebrate others, what's going to happen? Well, they're going to feel good, right? Because think back to a time when you were celebrated and appreciated by others. You felt good in the moment, right? Like a million dollars. And when you do it for others, it's going to be the same thing. They're going to feel good, and then you're going to feel good as a result. Amazing stuff. But for a second, let's, let's think about what happens when someone appreciates you and makes you feel good. Unless you're really solid with yourself, you already have that practice within you. What's going to happen? You're going to be feeling good for a day or two, maybe even less, and then you're going to go back to the negativity. You're going to go back to the old you. So what I'm trying to say is that I could be your biggest fan. I could be your biggest cheerleader. I could be like, hey, beautiful soul, I see you. I appreciate you. You are so amazing. And let's celebrate. And I'll celebrate you today and tomorrow and the day after. It's going to make you feel good. And it's obviously going to lose its effect if I keep doing it over and over and over if you don't do it yourself. And that's the key here. What we've talked about right now, it starts with you and then from you. It goes outwards, right? Into your relationships, into your work, into your environment. So what's one action you're going to take today as a result of us having this beautiful conversation? I urge you to start small. Look at some things you can celebrate right away in your life. Maybe you finished a meeting at work and now you want to celebrate how awesome you did in your presentation. Maybe you had a tough conversation with your partner and you want to celebrate how well you listened. Why not? Or maybe... You woke up today and didn't feel like doing the bad, but you did anyway. Celebrate. Or you've been procrastinating something for weeks, and now you stood up and said, I'm going to do it. Celebrate at the end. See how it makes you feel. If you found value in today's episode, I'd be extremely grateful if you could take a moment to subscribe, like, comment, rate, and review Unleash Thyself on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. Your support helps us grow and reach more people on their unique journeys so they too can transform. This is Constantine Moroon, your companion on this voyage towards empowerment, reminding you that no one, and I mean no one, is more capable and has more knowledge to save you and take you to the next level than you do. Continue the journey to know thyself so you can unleash thyself. And as always, we cannot do it alone. So let's do it together.
Thank you.